for joining today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. And thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. The podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture, and these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Today, I'd like to continue our discussion on problematic executive leaders, but this time, I'd like to focus on the employee experience. My hope is for this episode to guide you into reflecting on your own role in any hard situation with your leader and how to have those tough conversations when it is absolutely necessary. Last week, I was on a partner at a partner site and uh, I was doing a, a session on teaching performance coaching conversations. And so we were going through how you have performance conversations aligned to levels of performance. And somebody just raised their hand in a very mild way and asked me this question. What if our boss doesn't do this with us? And what if our boss is a low performer? So it kind of caught me off guard for a few minutes because I had to address that question in front of a lot of people and wanted to be real cautious with how I did that. And then it just reminded me of something that I had just read with a couple of my teammates that tells us that over 50% of American workers claim that their boss is mildly or highly toxic. And so I took a deep breath and looked around the room and began to think about How do I address this question? So we took a detour on our development, our professional development that day. And it's really one of the most frequent questions that I get asked is, you know, what if our boss is the problem? I mean, we would like to do the things that we need to do to be a good performer and to do the things that would help our teams. But what if our boss just doesn't let us do that? You know, I think we have to look at to what extent – our boss isn't allowing us to be at our best and what extent our boss is not the best. And there are probably a number of sessions that we'll continue to talk about over the course of time that will really address this issue head on because I think it's important. I think it's important for people to hear and learn from. So if you feel like your boss is a low performer, maybe try these things. I've found them to work pretty well with colleagues And so there's an opportunity for us to really work and help our boss get better. So we could dig our heels in and say, well, they should just get better. We shouldn't have to help them. We can do that, but it's not going to make our life any better. So let's talk about maybe what we can do. And so the first thing I would ask us to do, take a look at ourselves. Take a look at yourself first. Look in the mirror. And when you're looking in the mirror, ask yourself, Am I doing all the things that I can do in the best way possible to have the best relationship that I can with my boss, the person who leads me? Or is there something that I could do that may help improve that relationship? Can I own that? Could I own that one thing? The second thing is know your boss's what. You know, so people say, what's a what? You know, and and a what is 
that one thing that an individual really needs to have happen each and every day in the workplace to help them be most productive, or another way to look like look at it is if you don't do it, it just drives them absolutely crazy. And so when I think about myself, if somebody said, what's your what as a leader? My number one what is very clear to me, probably clear to most of the people that I work with. I don't like to be surprised. Very results-driven, very focused on results. We have a system where we look at results on a weekly basis. And I depend on that information, and I depend on the trusting part of that information. So if I get to a point and I think we're going to be successful, and I think the data is trending towards success, and then I find out we're not, that's bad. That feels really bad to me, and it makes my blood pressure go up, and it makes my face turn red, and it makes me feel things that I don't like to feel. So that's what I'm talking about in terms of what's your what. The third thing I think to think about is, you know, What's on your boss's to-do list? You know, sometimes when we're thinking about our leaders, we just think about they're there for us. You know, maybe not altogether, but for the most part, we're thinking, what are they doing for me? They're not doing this for me. But they have a lot to do. And this is not excusing the behavior, but it's basically just asking ourselves, you know, let's think about what's on that boss's to-do list. And is there anything that I can do that may help take something off the plate? that will give him or her the opportunity, you know, to be better to us as a team. And the last thing I would ask us, you know, to look at is when we are engaging in a more productive conversation with our leaders, look for progress, not perfection. So it's not that we're going to make a change and we're going to get automatic perfection and have it in a way that we really want right away. But just really sincerely ask ourselves, is it getting better? And is there at least progress being made toward getting better? And the more we give feedback and recognize that progress, the more we're going to get that type of behavior from the people that we're reporting to. I know some of you are saying right now, why should I have to do that? That's not my job. Why should I have to do that? I'm not saying that it's something that may be your job or that you have to do that. But at the end of the day, if you want a better relationship, Maybe it's just us being that better person, you know, to do the things that we know will improve that relationship. So let's say that you do those things and it's still falling short. Then I'm going to ask us to think about having a very courageous conversation with the person that's called our boss. Now listen carefully because I think this is really important for us to do this well. Because if we're going to be that courageous, and we've got to have the right type of conversation, otherwise it will may end up in a, in a worse place than we started. So what we want to think about with that conversation is we want to have positive focus in our mind, because this is going to be a positive conversation. And so how do we do that? Number one, we start the conversation with telling the boss what the boss does well. I know, you might have to dig. But dig deep, because there's probably one thing that you can find that the boss does well. And then we're going to confront the issue. And instead of pulling that conversation into blame, we can start with things like, this is my perception of how things are. Or this is what I'm feeling. And I may be a little bit off, and maybe I'm not right on target. But could you help me be better? 
So you're still getting that same message across in terms of what the issue is, but you're basically providing your boss an opportunity to not be on the defensive, but to be on the offensive with you and be helpful. And then as we close the conversation, we again want to end with something positive. I had a boss, and I think we all have, you know, we could all tell these stories, but I had a boss that I didn't feel supported me. When I made a difficult decision, and we made that decision together, every time I would execute the decision, I felt like he would waffle. And then I felt like I was out there on my own. And so I stayed upset with him. And I was very happy the day that I chose to go to a different job and leave my boss. And so now as I try to eat my own cooking, you know, and think back reflectively over what we just talked about, you know, what, what could I have done differently to change that situation? First of all, I could have reflected on the way that I behaved. You know, how did I interact with him? How did we make those tough decisions? Or what were my expectations of him when we were making tough decisions? You know, that he was the leader and darn it, you know, he should just make those tough decisions like he didn't have any feelings. At least he didn't show he did. I could have understood his what. And what I know now is what he hated to deal with conflict, right? So all I was asking him to do was deal with it. And he hated to deal with conflict. So maybe I could have understood that a little bit better and we could come up with a different way. And I could have considered that my actions were, you know, one of a hundred things that he had to do within a given day. And I could have addressed that issue with more empathy. I could have worked with him in a different way. And I don't know that the outcome would have been different. I can't tell you that because I didn't do that, you know, and and I made another decision. But if I would have changed my behavior, you know, maybe he would have changed his and we would have had a better working relationship. If none of that worked, then I could have had this conversation with him. Mr. Green, I appreciate working here. I appreciate that you want to help us become a great organization. I want to be part of a team to contribute And I want to do my best. At times, I have to make difficult decisions that we agree to make together. And it seems to me that you change your mind on that decision. And when you do, it makes me feel like you don't trust me and support me. My perception is that you don't want to do that. I don't believe that you want to do that. And so I want to ask you, what can I do better when we get in this type of situation so that both of us can feel successful when we have to make that difficult decision. Can you help me in terms of what I can do? And if he doesn't have a solution, then I'll have one ready to present to him. Because I'm going to be a high performer, and I'm going to come to the table with a solution. And then I'd leave there saying, Mr. Green, thank you for doing the work that you do with us each day. And I appreciate that you have the many responsibilities you do as our leader. Now, there's someone that's going to say, well, what do you want me to do, lie? Yeah, Of course we don't want you to not tell the truth or be sincere. And if you can't have this type of conversation and be sincere, we'll have another podcast at some point or another session that really talks about that. But right now, I think it's really taking that first step of looking in the mirror. What can I do? Is there something that I could do different that could build a healthier relationship with the person that I report to. I'll leave you with this. I've found most leaders want to do the right thing for organizations. Even though there's 50% of people across the country who feel like 
that their bosses are toxic. What I've learned is most of them want to do the right things for the organization. And leaders seldom get appreciated. They seldom get recognized for their contributions. You could be that difference maker for that leader. Your actions and interactions could really help the person that you report to. And you could build a relationship that's long-lasting and productive. This week, let's do one thing. Pull deep and do one thing to appreciate your boss. Find the one thing that he or she does well and let him or her know. I promise you, your boss will have a better day because of it. So will you, your team, and your organization. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you on our next podcast, where we'll focus on stopping one of the biggest problems in organizational culture today. Have a great week.